I took a long time to really think it over. And then I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do this. And I was more nervous with the, like the leading up to the unveiling. <laughs> and then afterwards, I just felt like this big relief. I was like, fuck, nice. it's over with. It's done. Like, here's me. <laughs> Get ready. This is Consenting Adults. The conversations you're about to hear are intended for mature audiences. If adult themes are offensive to you, well, grow up. So dirty talk, so yeah. sex talk. Yeah, it, it started off as dirty talk. I was actually like very excited to see my partner with somebody else. She looked at me and said, so you want to have sex with other people, that's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you find it a turn on to hear about what he did. Yeah, and then it's like, I want to come home and get it the way she got it. Does he know you have a boyfriend? Well, yes. This is Consenting Adults with Lena Wynn. Welcome back to the show, everyone. It's 2023. I've just returned from like a three-week safari in Africa and uh, Uganda. It was fabulous. I'm going to be posting some videos on my YouTube channel. Remember, there are two two Lenas, okay? There's, there's consenting adults, Lena. That YouTube is very different from my other YouTube channel where you're going to find all the other stuff. So if you look for it, just type in my name. My guest today is making her second appearance on the show. She taught me a lot about cuckolding. So like back when I first talked to Venus, she was on episode 42, almost like way in the beginning, I hadn't heard of some of this stuff. Of course, a lot has changed since then, and a lot has changed for her as well. Specifically, before I only heard her beautiful voice, and now she has decided to show her face. And ladies and gentlemen, she's just as beautiful as I thought she was because I loved your voice. Venus, welcome back to the show. Oh, thank you so much. I'm, I'm so happy to be back. And yes, definitely the biggest change of my podcasting career is now the unveiling. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now, I know it's difficult because, I mean, you know, people judge and there, there are a lot of crazy wackos out there. But why did you decide to kind of, you know, come out from the shadows? It was something that kind of just snuck into my mind, I would say like early last year. And when the thought came into my mind, I was like, oh, fuck, no, no, there's no way. Because <laughs> that was always something that I'm, I was most afraid of is the crazy stalker mm -hmm. psychos. I still worry about that. But sure. I started to think like, I wonder, I wonder what it would be like. And so I, I started talking to some of the other women out there who have put their, their face out there. I asked them like, what, what, what's, what, what's it really been like? What, what's the worst case? Like what's happened? And they were like, not much has happened. <laughs> so oh, yeah. That's nice to know. Yeah. And I, I was surprised really. And so I thought, well, maybe, maybe it's not as bad as my fears think it would be. So mm -hmm. I just sat down. And I was like, hey, let's make a plan. Worst case scenario. What if this happens? What if that happens? What if that happens? Like, I want to be prepared. Right. And so I took a long time to really think it over. And then I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do this. And I was more nervous with the, like the leading up to the unveiling. <laughs> and then afterwards, I just felt like this big relief. I was like, fuck, nice. it's over with. It's done. Like, here's me. Nice. <laughs> so, well, yeah. I, I certainly appreciate it because a lot of my listeners, like there are people who are in the lifestyle who love the content. There are people who are not in the, the lifestyle 
who also love the content. And then there's this small portion of people not in the lifestyle who don't believe it exists. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't normally pay attention to my comments on the YouTube channel just because I've got too much else going on. I was on it the other day and I read through the comments and people think this is scripted. People think it's fake. People don't believe that ethical non-monogamy exists and specifically cuckolding, like that it's a real thing, not just something you see acted out in porn. Um, so I love the fact that you're showing your face and putting a face to it because people either think it's fake or they think it's people who, who like have a tail and three ears who are doing this kind of stuff because it's so weird. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so thank you so much. And let's let's get to let's get an update on you first. And I don't know if you want to tell us, like, are you in a relationship right now? I'm single. <laughs> You're single? Yeah. I know. I made this like a goals for 2023. I'm like, I should really <laughs> fucking get in a relationship. <laughs> now, I mean, you know, that's not out of the ordinary, but does it have anything to do with being in the lifestyle and finding someone who will fit into it? Yeah. I mean, for for me, I'm in Canada. A lot of the guys who I do end up talking to to get to know them are in the U.S. That in itself is a bit of a barrier. Um, but then there's, okay, so for the people who are listening who don't understand this cuckolding thing, it is a real relationship. And I'm not really interested in casually dating. I actually want to find my life partner. That's hard as fuck as it is in vanilla land. So it's even harder with this because you got to kind of line up everything else too. What I found most challenging is the finding connection and chemistry and love. Like, ugh, it's so yeah. hard. <laughs> it's so yeah. hard. And you're right. It's like that. It's like that in, in the vanilla world too. Yeah. So to be able to find someone who also identifies the same way that you do within ethical non-monogamy has got to be really difficult. Um, okay, so she's single, everybody. <laughs> That's the big news of the day. I think most of our viewers know what cuckolding is and our listeners, but let's kind of try to, in a nutshell, for anyone who doesn't, what is cuckolding? Yeah. You know, and your your show has done a great job at showing just how wide the spectrum really is. And that's the thing. Cuckolding is so different to each person, each couple is completely unique. Um, for me, what I realized in the beginning when I was first introduced to it, I was like, holy shit, this is fucking amazing. So this seems to me like a relationship where he's giving her this gift of of sexual exploration with others which is an amazing gift to have and meanwhile he stays faithful to her bonus <laughs> and and in return she gives him the gift of being involved in some way whether that be just listening or hearing about it or watching or whatever being involved in some way so she's not just out fucking other people and not telling him not you know, it's not really part of the relationship kind of thing. So this is a very loving, connecting, very next level trust and communication kind of relationship, but so exciting and so thrilling. It's just so amazing. Next level kind of love. Yeah. Can you talk to the fact that it's something the man actually wants? Because I think that when people see it in porn or hear about it, they see it as a one-way street that the man is forced into a relationship like this. 
Yes. And in Vanilla Land, when people hear about this one-sided open relationship, they're like, well, that's not fucking fair. Right. <laughs> What's in it for him then? That's that's not fair. It should be equal on both sides. They don't understand the benefit that there is for the for a cuck. And a cuck's mind is fucking wired so beautifully. It's like they get so much satisfaction out of being involved in that that way. And also in that compersion factor, they get to witness her enjoying herself in this very kind of like raw way. And they get to witness the sexual empowerment of their their wife or girlfriend. And that is what a lot of cucks will say was an unexpected benefit of this kind of relationship where they really didn't think about that. And they were just thinking about, oh, this would be fun. She gets to fuck other guys. Like I get to hear about it. I get to watch. But what they don't realize is that she's just like blossoming into this sexually empowered woman, which is mm -hmm. an amazing thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what really what we're trying to say is that it's, it is something both people willingly participate in. They do. Yeah. Right. So even if there is talk of forcing talk of making someone do something is that kind of all part of the play it is um, play. okay so we got that out of the way now you're the one who told me about cleanup i remember the first time i said wait <laughs> what and you told me what cream pie cleanup is and i'm so much better at being able to say that word now um and i asked you back then that if it was the other way around okay mm -hmm. like like your guy's just been with some girl. Would you ever do cleanup? And yeah, no. Your answer. <laughs> <laughs> so nothing has changed in that department. No, no, not at all. I remember your reaction. It was so great. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this relationship on the flip side, when it's the man who gets to go play with as many as as he wants or as the couple agrees on and the woman doesn't that's called a cut queen yes right Q okay yeah q-u-e-a-n spelled right different yeah mm. yeah that's it that's the opposite right okay so so these things exist yes i can't tell you how many personal messages i receive from men who are interested in cuckolding but one they're afraid to approach their woman with it just because it's, I don't know, they feel ashamed or it's, it's shameful, right? Because they haven't yeah. really explored it. And then there are men who kind of approached it. She didn't want anything to do with it. And they can't find someone who's into it. And they're always asking me, how do I find a cuckoldress? You, and how come I didn't think of this? <laughs> <laughs> You've kind of come up with your own solution. What are you doing now? Okay, yeah. So let me tell you the story about this because this is interesting. I did not want to do this. Oh. This was not something I set out to do. I I got so pissed off it didn't exist that I finally, all my friends were like, just fucking do it yourself. <laughs> so, And that's what it was. I've been, unfortunately, in the dating scene in this lifestyle, cuckolding lifestyle for a few years. And um, I've witnessed how fucking dysfunctional it is. It's like completely dysfunctional. Mm. Very unpleasant for, for women and for men. It's just, it's fucked up. And so I found a, a matchmaking service that was not really for cuckolding. It was for female-led relationships. And I got all excited and stuff like that. I was like, oh my God, maybe, maybe I could be part of it. Long story short, 
it was it was disaster. Um, it was not at all kink friendly for cuckolding. And so oh. I was just like, oh fuck. I was so mad. I was so angry for like two days. I was just I was like, man, that was the my one one hope <laughs> I had, you know? I was like, fuck, why doesn't this exist? And yeah, my friends were just like, just do it yourself. I was like, I don't know how. And are there single women even out there looking for this? How do you have a matchmaking service with just guys? Like how? And mm. so I just was like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. I sat down, worked on it for five days. And then, and then it was like out there done. So it's called Venus Connections. It is a private matchmaking service for singles who are serious about wanting this kind of relationship. Um, it includes a three week educational course as well as a an a interview a zoom interview with me for everyone in the program and so there's a bit of a process to go through it and that has been a really amazing way of filtering out the people who don't really want this for real who aren't really they're kind of on the fence and they're mm -hmm. just you know they've been they've been through a, a what a three-day bender of porn and they think that they want this <laughs> you know they're just like oh shit this, this sounds great you know okay <laughs> so uh so it's a matchmaking service so you're what you're matching up uh women who who want to be a cuckoldress with with cucks who are looking for women Yes, exactly. And yeah. it can be women with or without experience, guys with or without experience, but it is completely private. So it's not like a dating app where you, you know, get to sort through profiles and you mm. write a little bit about yourself. And it's not at all like that. Uh, they do the course, they do a full questionnaire, they do the interview and that's it. And then they wait for me to contact them and say, I have a match for you. And they're all blind dates over oh. Zoom. Yeah, they're all blind dates. And so it is unique in that way in that it is completely private. You're not putting any pictures out there. You're not putting any information about yourself out there. Mm -hmm. And um, is it working so far? Yeah, it's been great. I was worried, like I said in the beginning, I was so worried that there were no women out there. And then uh, women started finding out about it and joining. And still, though, it's way more men than women. And that this mm. just like is it goes along with the stats for general interest in this kind of fantasy sure. is there's way more men than there are women interested in it. Why? I don't know, but I would love to find out. But mm. um, so once women started joining, then it was like, okay, having all these matches and stuff like that. I think there's over 500 dates that have happened so far. Oh, wow. um, yeah. And it's just a little over a year old, this program. So nice. yeah, so it has been great. It's been great. Girl, how come you haven't found someone? I know, right? <laughs> do you feel, okay, so let me ask you this. Do you ever feel since you're running it, do you sometimes feel like you need to keep a, a professional, you know, like I really shouldn't, although most other women will think, well, she gets like her pick, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's true. I get first dibs on the guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I have met, um, maybe two or three in person um, mm -hmm. from the program. They've all been really great guys. But again, like just it's that kind of chemistry. Sure. But that's been another th great thing about the program is that I've realized there are some really great guys out there who are looking for this. I mean, I had such a foul experience with dating online on like FetLife and kink sites and shit like that. Like I, it was so bad that I was convinced that maybe there's just shit guys out there. It just I don't doesn't know. exist. <laughs> yeah. Right. But there's some great ones. Um. And that's actually important to to point out is that the kink life or the, you know, ethical non-monogamy community, it's really just like everyone else. You're going to get, you know, 
the <sighs> assholes, right? You're gonna you're gonna get the woman who is. You're just gonna. It's just like everyone else. It's just that these people are into ethical non-monogamy. So the challenges you're going to have uh, in the real world, you're going to have in this world as well, right? Yes. However, there oh. are some very unique challenges to dating in this kind of relationship. Um, and you touched on it earlier regarding the shame mm -hmm. that cocks have. This is a very deep-seated shame that some guys have learned to the skills to work through that, either through therapy or on their own or with support from friends or whatever. And then there are some guys who have not. And the, the more ashamed they are, the worse their dating behavior usually is. And hmm. it manifests in things like ghosting, not showing up or making excuses or whatever. And this is really prevalent behavior in this kind of dating atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I hear that because I've I've talked to cucks who um like can't jump. Yeah, they're stuck. One foot in, one foot out. They're like, oh, one minute they're hundred percent committed. Next minute they're like, oh fuck no. I'm I'm scared. Right. <laughs> but they don't tell you, they don't communicate this to you. And as a, a single woman, that was it took me years to figure out this behavior that I was like, why mm. are these guys doing this? Right. Mm. Okay. Very interesting. Um, all right. Let's talk about the types of guys that you're seeing like who are these cucks because i think people think they're weak men who you know can't lift an, an, an arm up to do anything for themselves yeah that's that's a total myth um <laughs> that is one of the most common misunderstandings about cuckolding is that cucks are weak they're pathetic they're doormats they're treated like shit they're crawling around on hands and knees naked with a leash and collar. Like this is what people think about cucks oftentimes. And it's couldn't be further from the truth. These are guys from all over the world and all different kinds of um, careers. A lot of these guys are just your regular masculine guys who've got their shit going on that you, I mean, this idea that people have asked me, can you spot a cuck? Like can you <laughs> in a, in a crowd? I'm like, the answer is no. No. <laughs> you cannot. But yeah, they they are they come from all walks of life and they're in different careers and different stages in their life and what has been interesting about learning about these guys in the program is that there are kind of these two types of guys. Um the young guys who are introduced via porn. Um they don't normally have experience with this. They really do come uh with uh usually a laundry list of I want this and this and this and this. Uh -huh. This turns me on. I know that this turns me on and I really want that, but I, that doesn't turn me on and blah, blah, blah. Whereas you get women who come into the program and most of them don't have experience in this. So they, they're really starting at level one and oh. the guys are starting at level nine because they've been watching porn. And I'm like, come on, guys, you really need to meet her where she's at and figure out like what you can create together. Who knows what that will be. But and then you have like these older guys who have either brought this up with a, a previous person in, in relationship or they have, you know, had a cuckolding relationship before. And they're very realistic about what you create with someone that you don't even know yet. Who knows what it will look like kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know if you can answer this, but um, there's got to be a line. And I know that line isn't a straight line, right? It, it mm -hmm. was one of these things. But like, when do you cross over into cuckolding? I mean, there's the the man who enjoys, like really enjoys 
watching his wife with someone else, has no um, desire to be with anyone on his own. He doesn't want to play. Yeah. But he's really not a cuck. Or at least he's saying he's not. I don't know. Is there like how do you when do you step over? I love that. And yeah, you posted something recently about you sniffed out a cuck. Oh yes. God, I love that. Lena, I love that. <laughs> I was just like, yes. And it's funny because like I there is that uh negative stigma with that word cuckold. There's such a negative stigma that there are tons of guys out there that are like, I am not weak, therefore I am I'm not, not a cuck. A cuck. Mm -hmm. And I am forever repeating cucks are not weak. They are, you know, very strong. They are not that t stereotypical porn script. And I think, I hope that the more guys realize that, hear that message, the more comfortable they will be with themselves, which is a cuck. <laughs> you know, a lot of people always ask me, why do you do so many episodes on, on cuckolding? And, and actually, if, if you look at my whole catalog and, and the percentage, it's not a lot. It's not, they're saying all you do is cuck. No, that's not, that's not all I do. I can only talk to people who are going to talk to me, right? Right. I can only yeah. talk to people. They're like, why don't you do a transgender so-and-so? And I said, great. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to find me somebody. <laughs> so I can only talk to to people who are willing to talk to me. But I also think part of that is it is so foreign to them. It is so weird, air quotations right now, strange or, or kinky, or some of them think pretty effed up, mm -hmm. that that's all they can remember. Right. But do you think in the whole realm of ethical non-monogamy, and I know that there's so many different play styles and all that stuff, Cuckolding is actually kind of up there, right? I mean, there are a lot of people into this stuff. Oh, my God. It's massive. Dr. Justin Lee Miller, when he did his study, thousands of Americans, and he was studying their fantasies, cuckolding was way up there. I think it's like number five on the list um, with all other kinds of non-monogamy relationships. But, um, yeah, it's massive. It's like something like, I don't know, 58% of American men are fantasizing about this. 58%. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And only, only about a third of women and the men fantasize ab about it way more often <laughs> than mm -hmm. the women. But mm -hmm. <laughs> this is definitely something that we're thinking about, that we are dreaming about, that we are hoping might happen one day with our partner. This is a massive porn search category. So yeah, uh, yeah they, I've heard this um, term, uh, cuckolding is the new swinging and who knows? <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, I do know that uh, it, it, it ranks way up there on searches on porn sites. Yes, so, it does. First of all, if you don't know what cuckolding is, or or but you've seen it, you know what I mean? Yeah. The reason why you've seen it is because there's that much interest in it. Yes. Like almost everyone has seen that kind of porn. Well, that's uh -huh. because there's that much interest in it that it's always showing up uh, on these porn sites. Yes. So, okay. You're single. What are you looking for? Come on, Venus. What are you looking for? <laughs> well, <laughs> I um, I guess I I really only consider guys in the U.S. Maybe overseas. I'm not sure. Long distance relationship, like I told you, kind of fucking sucks. So it's got to be somebody who can travel, has the means to be able to travel, and who understands this kind of relationship in the same way that I do, obviously, and um, preferably has experience. <laughs> wow. I've, yeah, I've dealt with like this cuck fear, cuck shame with cucks before, and it was really frustrating. So um, preferably has experience, but somebody who is established in their career, 
um, uh, and is is a good communicator. Fuck. Okay, he has to have the skills <laughs> to be able to communicate. Oh yes. <laughs> so I'm not asking for much. Okay, so you know? now you're asking for a lot. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, okay. How do people find out about uh, this um, Venus? Uh, Venus connections. Venus yeah. connections. Yeah. Okay. So do Venus you have a website? Yeah, venusconnections.com and all the information is on there about what you need to do to be able to join the program. And I do encourage people to think really hard about and consider it carefully about whether or not they want to join um, because I really only want committed people in the program who are sure. really serious about this. Right. And Venus also does a podcast. Yeah, the Venus Cuckoldress podcast. Yeah. So for you men who might be interested right? Who are not that committed yet. Uh, your podcast is actually great for them to be able to listen. I mean, just sit back and listen yeah. and learn a little more about this lifestyle and whether or not it's, it's for you. Um, all right, Venus, you're beautiful. Thank you for coming on again. I love it. Will you listen? Girlfriend, if you find someone, <laughs> will you come back on and update us? You mean when? When? When, when? I find someone. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Let's be optimistic. Uh, when you find someone, will you come back on? Oh, and, hell uh, yes. Update us. And then yes. I'd love to hear how, how the program goes because, I mean, this is great. Mm -hmm. You're going to get some people. You're going to get some of my listeners because everyone is always asking me, how do I find a cuck or how do I find a woman who's going to be into this? Yes. Absolutely. And now there's, now there's a matchmaking service for it. Awesome. Yep. To check out Venus's new matchmaking service, go to venusconnections.com. And I sure hope she comes back on the show with a nice update for us. Thanks, Venus. If you'd like to be a guest on this show, you can get in contact with me on consentingadultshow.com. We've got great content coming up. So we'll see you next time on Consenting Adults.